It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Howdy, howdy. Good morning on Thursday. We have, uh, we've almost made it to the weekend. We're, we're, we're just about there. The weekend is in sight. So we're looking forward to that. We know you are as well. But uh, on this Thursday, we'll start with news. I felt like it has gone by fast indeed this week. So um, in the news, some shocking results from a report card of sorts on how Missouri is doing uh, education-wise. Across the state, only four districts achieved 95% or more of possible points on an annual performance report. Uh, When you consider four years ago, 320 districts across the state hit that 95 mark and now only four and none of those four by the way are from our area the springfield school district scored 74 Uh, the report looks at the number of issues including results of standardized testing attendance graduation rates success of graduates after graduation and more well interesting yes that's yeah that's not good that's not good I mean, um, that means statewide, uh, that's a statewide issue. And it's probably COVID-related. Uh, you know, one would think we lost a lot during the COVID year and even the year after, I think. So uh, still playing catch-up. But you feel yeah. for the students who... Yeah. Well, and for the teachers. I I yeah. run with a teacher who can speak to the, the issue of the loss during COVID of students coming back and not... Um, just being up to speed, you know, to where they were when they left. So, um, well, speaking of education, um, and you know, some of the struggles, there is a bill gaining traction right now that would allow public school students to transfer out of the district that they live in, In uh, if it passes in Missouri. Yeah. If it passes, students would be able to transfer out, uh, but they would also have to sit out of sports for a year. Uh, the sponsors of the bill think that it would increase competition among districts, which in turn will be a good thing for education. Yeah. You know, they threw the sports thing in there because that makes sense. You don't want somebody like they do, they can do in college. Now they can leave and immediately go play somewhere else, which is not good for college sports. That's a different story, but I think they're trying to protect high school sports in the same way. So that schools aren't recruiting people to come play at their school. Uh, this is about academics, so it's, it's a different thing, which makes more sense. <clears throat> Down in Arkansas, meanwhile, uh, Arkansas has a major new education overhaul. Governor uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the new governor there, signed into law the LEARNS Act. It creates a new school voucher program and raises teacher salaries. It also puts new restrictions on classroom instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity. Over three years, the plan will phase in an education freedom account that it's called to allow parents uh, to pay for private and homeschooling costs equal to 90% of the state's per student funding for public schools. So basically taking the money that that family would have had used for their student in a public school and allow them to use it at a private school or uh, for homeschooling. Yeah, it's interesting. That's the gist of it. Yes. And, you know, several other states have already enacted this same type of legislation. Uh, So it's very interesting because, of course, critics say that it like undercuts public schooling, um, which I I understand that concern. Um, 
certainly. But it's it's interesting because apparently this already exists in Arizona and West Virginia, and it's been proposed in about a dozen states. See how it goes in Arkansas. So, yeah. Um, all right. Now to this. Following the city of Springfield's offer of $5 million to create a non-congregate shelter, uh, the Kitchen Inc. says, we want in. So they applied. They were the only ones to apply for that money. Uh, of course, a non-congregate shelter are those where people or families have a private living quarters. Uh, the Kitchen says the additional money would allow them an additional 12-unit facility uh, to house some 75 people per year in addition to the 700 that they already serve through other programs. Uh, the money, by the way, comes in part from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, as well as the COVID money from the U.S. Treasury Department's American Rescue Plan Act money. That's a long title, but that's it. Okay. Well, the question is, will we ever run out of COVID money? I don't know. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it doesn't uh, seem every... like We do it every week. Yep. Every week, millions of dollars too. So, yeah. I mean, and that's only in Springfield. So that's you correct. take me times the million people just like me who are also reporters and yeah. Wow. Um, all right. More money. Willard will see um, voters. I should say Willard voters will see a $10 million bond issue on the ballot. The fire department is looking for more money to help with Willard's increasing population. Uh, this is interesting. Apparently, that area, Willard, has grown by 16.6% since 2010. Uh, the district intends to pay off debt, upgrade equipment, replace an old ladder truck, and begin exploratory steps uh, toward building a new fire station at the site of the current Willard Police Department station. Okay. Okay. Voters will vote April 4th. Mm-hmm. After more than 35 years in business, this is a sad story, Manoli's Jewelry Store is closing its doors. Uh, the closure follows the death of owner and jeweler Manoli Savinos. 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 Oh, the last name. It's Savinos. Savinos. I was trying to Savinos? remember. It. It's Savinos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Manoli Savinos passed away. Uh, his widow worked with him as a gemologist, gemologist at the store. Uh, in the Brentwood Shopping Center. You know where that is across from the mall. Uh, but she now says that she can't do it all by herself anymore. Uh, so Manoli's is currently having a going out of business sale. I always hate to see local shops that have been around. I mean, even if they haven't been around a long time, I just hate to see stuff closing down. Yeah, But it's part of life, I suppose. Uh, and I suppose you've seen this. Uh, I certainly have. The gas prices jumped quite a bit. Uh, to three nineteen a gallon just overnight Tuesday into Wednesday uh, from two ninety nine. Uh, I guess it's uh, the season that we're talking about switching over to the more expensive summer blend. They always have something to blame it on, you know. Uh, that and an increase in demand as more drivers hit the road, so now it's a supply and demand deal. Uh, but the the worst news of this whole thing is that uh, four dollar a gas. $4 a gallon gas is likely on the way, maybe before Memorial Day, uh, which is in May. So that ain't far off. So we would see massive increases in the gas prices once again. And, uh, you know, I made the mistake, Sarah. I know this, too, because I even drove by last, uh, when was it? Tuesday night, Tuesday evening, I was driving in my car 
And I drove by the gas station. I, we go to Sam's or Costco typically for gas because it's cheaper. And I said, yeah, I need to get gas. I'm, I'm low. I have like a quarter of a tank. And I said, nah, I'll just get it tomorrow. And I should have known because Tuesdays, typically Tuesday night into Wednesday is when they change the price of gas. And sometimes you gamble and it goes down. And sometimes you gamble and it jumps significantly. So that's where I am today. My tank is on complete empty. I have to get gas tomorrow and fill the whole thing up. Darn it. Well, I, you will be happy to know, got it for two sixty nine. dollars That's Sam's what it was home. when I drove by. I did it. And I passed I it I did up. it. Good for you. Um, I know. I was excited. I was um, literally talking to the person at the gas. I mean, because this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> he he was probably like, why is this lady talking to me? But I was like, excited about the gas prices. <laughs> like, um, cause I was excited about the gas prices and I just wanted to share it with somebody, you know? Well, that's a, uh, you've been conned. We shouldn't be excited about two sixty nine. but well, grown, you know what? I knew you would say that, but you're going to be celebrating three nineteen tomorrow. So there you go. Maybe I'm I not going to be celebrating it. I'm not going to be celebrating Sorry. it. You know I'm going to feel mean. ripped off the entire time. And you were ripped off at 269. <laughs> um, all right. Now to this, everybody. Spring hasn't officially sprung yet, but apparently trees uh, have jumped the gun in some parts of the country. It is a record early start to allergy season. I feel like it hasn't started here yet, quite frankly, personally, based on my own allergies. But... Uh, pollen is very loose and causing quite the chaos with some people's allergies in the Eastern U S and the South. Uh, March 20th is the first official day of spring. Uh, that's interesting. I, I, I haven't heard anybody around here talk about it. If, if you, uh, tell us in the comments, if you can, if you have allergies and if you're feeling them yet, here I feel in, like uh, I have them and I'm not Arizona. feeling them yet, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. other people are. I guess we all have different allergies, but um, all right. Finally, the, the Springfield Police Department is offering free motorcycle safety classes. It is a one day course to give riders tools to make you better at riding that motorcycle on the road in traffic uh, and hopefully reduce the number of crashes. The first course is Saturday, March 25th, um, and then there are free one day classes scheduled already one for April, one for May, one for August. You can visit springfieldmo.gov for the times, dates, and locations and to get signed up. But again, the first one, March 25th. And this is not for beginner motorcycle riders. This is for people with experience who just want to be safer when they're on the road or do more to be visible somehow. Right. Uh, I think that's what it's for. Yeah. So, uh, which hey, is let's good. I mean, we've had a... a there was, there are stints sometimes where there are lots of motorcycle crashes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, ultimately, obviously cars need to, to watch out, but yes, there are things that motorcyclists can learn as well. I'm sure. So that would be a good class. Uh, today might not be the best day to ride, uh, because of rain. Although we've been talking about rain the last couple of days and it hasn't really materialized yet. Today, we'll see uh, there's a 70% chance of rain today, high of 52, high of 52 tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be the probably the best day. Uh, no rain expected, and then some more rain expected on Saturday, uh, maybe on Sunday, and then the high is kind of in the high 40s, low 50s, somewhere around there. That's We're just in the pattern. That's how it goes. All right. 
Well, have a good one, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope to see you back here tomorrow morning. I'll be here. Me too. See you. Bye.